You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. The ministry of reconciliation is the title of this devotion. When you think about what would you like to do for God? You know, what would you like? How would you like God to use you? What works would you like to do in the kingdom? Jesus said, the works I do, you will do also in John 14. What works would you like to do? I honestly find the works of his reconciling love and restoring grace the top. I can give somebody any kind of gift, but if I cannot bring them back into fellowship with the Father, then I have failed to give them the most important thing. The most important thing that Jesus achieved in all that he did in the name of the Father was to bring us back into fellowship with him to reconcile us to the Father. I I tell you the truth, I I find it unbearably painful when I can speak to people and give them all kinds of knowledge that can be quite impressive to them and I can give them all kinds of gifts, but I cannot give them communion with the Father. Oh, how I long for that. The three friends of Moses, excuse me, the three friends of Job were phenomenally powerful men. But what Job mostly wanted and needed, they could not give him. They could not reconcile him to the Father. Job says in one of the earlier chapters in his book, he says, I wish somebody could put his arm on me and his arm on God and bring us together. I wish there was somebody who could intercede, somebody who could bring us back together. I'm trying to connect with him, but I can't. But, not, but those three friends couldn't connect him. And I want to be a channel of the restoring love of my Savior. The Apostle Paul lived in this day and night. He says, the love of Christ compels me that if one died, all died. Therefore, we should no longer live for ourselves, but for him who died for us. Yes, we knew Christ in his natural body, but now we know him living in us and realize that when anybody becomes a Christian and has Christ come to live in them, they become a new creation. And then he says this, he says, now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. And he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. And the Apostle Paul had this 
incredible grace that compelled him, the love of our Savior, who does not want any man to perish, but all to come to the knowledge of the truth that there's but one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for many. Paul lived in that compelling force of Christ's love for precious souls. And when he would meet people where before he would have been able to analyze their failings and snap at them and crush them through his knowledge of the law. Now he wrapped his apostolic arms of grace, of Christ's grace and Christ's intercession at the Father's right around them and begin to weep and pray for them and say, Jesus paid it all. Come on, come with me. Come into fellowship with the Father with me. Follow Christ as I follow him, he says in 1 Corinthians 11, verse 1. The apostle, he had this spirit of reconciliation, this power of God unto salvation by making known Jesus in his love and compassion and forgiveness for them. And I tell you the truth to me, this is the absolute most wonderful work you could have. It's the most wonderful ministry you can have and God wants you to live in it at home with your own family. I want Virginia, I want her to feel that reconciling grace coming out of me. I want her to feel she's accepted in the beloved, Ephesians 1.7. She's well-pleasing to God. She's holy and well-pleasing in the sight of Ephesians 1 verse 6. I, I want her to feel that reconciling. I want her never to feel like she's failing, like she's wrong. Folks, when you make people feel condemned, you make the failure even stronger. But when you minister this reconciling power of Jesus Christ to them, and yes, yeah, I agree. The failings of people can be painful sometimes. I'm not referring to Virginia, but just in general life, you have to endure the failings of others sometimes, and that can be painful, and it can be really provocative. I tell you the truth, I have to sometimes, I just can't sleep, I can feel, I can feel the pain of, of their behavior, and, and it's trying, trying to provoke me and draw me out of my fellowship in that reconciling anointing with the Father and the Son. It's trying to offend me, it's trying to wound me, and it's pushing and pushing, and I, I usually just resist it. And okay, but sometimes I have to get out of bed and I have to worship and pray and let that flood of forgiveness, that flood of reconciling power manifest in me. And it immediately arrests those forces of accusation, those forces of condemnation. It arrests that and I have authority over their failure and able to have an attitude that empowers them to change, that empowers them to take on the heart and the mind of God. That is what Jesus did on Calvary, folks. He said, I've not come to condemn the world, but I've come that the world through me might be saved. And it says here, it says he, in Hebrews 1, verse 3, the second part of that verse, He is the one who died to cleanse us and clear our record of all sin. He is the one who died to cleanse us and clear our record. Oh, that's the Living Bible. I so love that thought. Clear the record. Clear the record. Come on. 
you will never be able to be effective in the ministry of reconciliation if you do not have this continual desire to clear the record. No, Lord, no charge against God's elect. God is a too justified. No condemnation. Christ is a too died. You find that in Romans 8, 33. And you've got to pray that. No, Father, no charge, no charge, no charge. I clear the record. No, Father, no charge, no, Father. I do not want them to be judged on my behalf. I want them to find mercy on my behalf, forgiveness on my behalf, because I emanate the life and the love and the mercies of your Son. You have given me the ministry of reconciliation, and I stand upon that pleading ground of the blood on that wonderful price Jesus paid for them. I will not act like what Jesus did is not for not, not enough to deal with this failure, to deal with this hurt, to deal with this offense. No, Lord, I will not bring judgment. I will bring faith in your mercies, faith in the price Jesus paid, faith in the power of the cleansing flood. Oh, there is a fountain filled with blood that flows from Emmanuel's veins. And sinners plunged beneath that flood lose all their guilty stains. Oh, I love that song. Lose all their guilty stains. Lose all their guilty. You know, sometimes, friends, when it's trying to pierce me and provoke me and pierce me and cause me to start having a harshness about me, a judgmentalness about me, an offense about me, oh, I begin to sing songs like that. There is a fountain filled with blood flowing from Emmanuel's veins and sinners plunge beneath that flood lose all their guilty stains and I sing it and worship in my spirit and the powers that seek to cause havoc and offense are broken and put under my feet by the power of their blood and they lose their power but the blood of bulls and goats could never do it could never strip the failure out of the nature of mankind. It didn't have that kind of power to reach into the depths of the nature where the root of sin was, the Adamic nature. But so much more, the blood of Christ that was offered up to the Father by His eternal Spirit without blemish is able to cleanse your heart from consciousness of sin to serve the living God. It takes out the very root that provokes the failure and it kills it and it causes you to live by a new nature of forgiveness and love and kindness and mercy and goodness. And oh my goodness, when I read from the classic Amplified Hebrews 10, 14, it just sends me up to glory. By the one sacrifice of himself, he forever completely cleanses and perfects all those whom he has consecrated and made holy. Oh, how I pray it. I thank you for that eternal cleansing flood. Zechariah prophesied it, that the Lord opened up a fountain for the forgiveness of his people. Oh, how that fountain flows from Emmanuel's throne and how it flows in and through my heart 
to bring that spirit of reconciliation, to let it flow out of me to Virginia, to my children, my children's children. And oh, yes, my friends, just like you or anyone else, the devil's constantly trying to find a way to break through and stop that flow in me. But I say, no, my father, no, my father. And if anything tries to obstruct it, I pray like I've showed you. I worship like I've told you and I keep singing it. And I want to close with this little statement here from the Living Bible. From Psalm 32, verse 6. Listen to this. Now I say that each believer should confess his sins to God when he's aware of them while there is time to be forgiven. Judgment will not touch him if he does this. Wow. Again. I say this to each believer. Each believer should confess his sins to God when he's aware of them. While there's time to be forgiven, judgment will not touch him if he does this. Now, friends, that is the spirit of reconciliation that people feel in us and through us. There's hope for me. Oh, I should go back to God. I should turn back to the Lord. I should begin to serve the Lord again. How many are out there in our own families? They're on the edge of turning from darkness to light. And all they need is you to give them that loving, forgiving, merciful, hopeful hand to say, come with me. For the love that I have is just as much available. Jesus is equally available to us all, dear friends. So let's go to him and see him not only reconcile us to the Father and be the very power of that reconciliation, but empower us to have that ministry of reconciliation. Amen? Have a good day.